Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the Fan Cave, presented by Drives and Mile High. Here are your hosts, the Lambros, Ryan and Roman Romero. Hey, did we just get professional? <laughs> Sounded pretty professional to me. It's time to take it serious now. Thanks, radio announcer guy. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. You always make fun of those guys, but uh, that, was, that was pretty cool. I don't know if I'm actually making fun of it. I think what I'm doing is just... Giving him a backhanded compliment. Like, thanks, bro. Yeah. Thanks, you got to say in his face. Like, or like, you know. Thanks, bro. Yeah. You got the Lambros over here, Roman and Ryan. I love it. And oh, we got Andrew behind the glass over there. Roman, it's our, it's a fan reaction. Bronco's reaction today. We get, we get the insight. Yesterday was great with Bree and Zach, and they were talking stats and insights and whatnot. But you know what? Now we got to talk about how much we don't like Jerry Judy. <laughs> I've been saying that. I think he's afraid. Dude's afraid. That ball comes, he hears footsteps, and he decides to drop it. He, I don't know. It's just he's not on a dominant team like uh, he was, you know, in his tenure with Alabama, and you know they made it easy for him. Um, I don't know what it is. It's it's just. Don't buy the hype. I mean, a lot of those Alabama receivers don't really do. I mean, well, I take that back. The guys in Philadelphia are, are uh, showing out. But who? Jalen Rager. No, Rager. Rager. Oh, he's in Minnesota now, right? Yeah, they traded Rager. No, no, no. I'm talking about um, Waddle. Waddle and uh, Waddle's with Miami, I think. And uh, who's the other guy that's uh, um, the guy that's I keep wanting to say Tua, but Tua took his place. Jalen Hurts receiver. <sighs> He's with the Eagles. Anyways, we'll look that uh, up. Devontae Smith? Uh, studs in the uh, Devontae Smith, thank you. Yes. I don't plan on talking about these guys eventually. I mean, I, you know, it just pops up because you know um, who's doing well and who's doing, uh, you know, so-so. And we've got a so-so guy on our team right now. Oh, two of them. Albert O. What's up with this guy? He was in for 22 plays, one target, 12 yards, I believe. He's afraid to block. The yeah. dude's a giant. He's a mismatch nightmare. Um, and and we're going to circle around to that. Like, what is happening? Because you know, um, nationally, uh, the media is still not sold. Uh, and we even had Rex Ryan who rips into Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Um, <laughs> anytime Rex Ryan opens his mouth and it's something bad against us, we start doing better. So okay, well, I'll good. take it. I mean, because usually he's wrong. I mean, like he was a coach of the Jets and he likes feet. So it was like, dude, who was ever excited about your teams? <laughs> I mean, you want to go and say anything, uh, you know, what he's known for is let's go eat a damn snack guy. Right. That's it. That, him and Andy Reid. Well, Andy does, <laughs> Andy does eat him and he doesn't care. I Man. OK, so Sunday night game, we were in the spotlight. 
this this game, I didn't expect a blowout, but I expected more of an offensive game, and we didn't get that. But we didn't get that on from both teams. The Niners weren't prepared to show up of offensively. Dude, this was a defensive well, game. That the Niners, uh, to me, play Russell Wilson cautious because he's beaten them so many times. And if you think about it, everybody says, "Well, it was the last drive where you know he pulled it together and he started to cook." Whatever, however you want to put it. Um, I, it's clear to me that this team just needs time together. They need to gel. I mean, I think you have some stats of Peyton Manning's first three games here compared to Russell's three first three games, and the numbers are pretty comparable. Um, it's not anything too crazy or off off kelter. And then Peyton Manning took off. They were they were uh, you know they never looked back after that. Uh, I I get my news from Reddit, uh, Denver Broncos Reddit, and. Uh, Peyton Manning had a passer rating of 85.6 with 824 yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions in the first three games. Russell Wilson's at 83.2 with 743 yards, two touchdowns, one interception in the first three games. So they are similar. And what this post is, what this user is basically saying is week four in 2012, we had the Raiders, and that's when the Broncos decided to turn it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're looking right now, week four against the Raiders. So it might be a little conspiracy well, theory. Well, you know what? But... Look, look who's over the Raiders is McDaniels. They are an 0 and 3 team over there. Devontae Adams is their, you know, their their uh, big key acquisition. I know they have Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, but uh, you know, certainly are, are you know can be a potent offense, but uh, so far hasn't clicked for them. And you know, uh, with Josh McDaniels, uh, things seem like they might be falling uh, apart pretty quickly. Uh, I always like to call it Legion the stadium a toilet bowl because i saw a, a meme of it where it was that you know brand new black stadium and then somebody put a toilet tank up top yeah. and it looks just like one it's but anyway there's toilet bowl we talk about uh <laughs> the good stuff for us here and you know we're going to reveal some studs and duds um one stud that showed out and it was good to have his presence number 40 the outlaw uh josie jewel um he was there with every play man and he notched a sack he got a tackle for a loss recovered a fumble and he tied for the team lead in tackles i mean what a a, a clear um leader on the uh you know uh, on the defense um and and that's helpful because justin simmons is not there right now uh, and and also jonas griffith I, um they are a good one-two tandem right now. Um, I thought they were going to get eaten alive by George Kittle, but maybe it was just the fact that Kittle was coming off injury in his own right. So, um, you know, if they if they can hold down the tight ends um, and, and we can get the kind of pressure that our D-line is getting, uh, this defense is stout. They're looking really, really good. Pat Sertain was back. Ronald Darby was stepping it up. The only one missing Darby was... Darby is quietly having a good season. He Yes, and uh, I mean, I think there's reports or rumblings that Pat Sertain's basically saying that they're they're the best cornerback duel in the oh, yeah. I mean, right now. But. Right now, um, he is not being thrown to, which he's being a shutdown corner on one side. I think I'll, I'll pull it up here in a minute with his passes uh, that were defensed. Um, a dud. Surprise, surprise, Russell Wilson. Um, some, you know, criticism falls on the quarterback. Uh, we thought we were going to see more. But, uh, you know, true to his nature and his game, his late game heroics, uh, when everything was down, and when they needed him the most, uh, he had an incredible game-winning drive, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. It's just, it's not, <clears throat> excuse me, looking like what we were hoping for, right? And again, this this kind of goes towards, you know, the expectations we kind of set right out of the gate. Everything is still new here. Three games in, 
there's been a ton of changes already. Um, just like their penalties uh, were cut oh, tremendously. Yeah. So, you know, um, the hire of the the coach that's going to be, the, you know, you could say it wasn't uh, Hackett's hire. I've heard otherwise. I've read reports where he did make the call. Um, does love, uh, you know, making those improvements and, and to help with key decisions. That's a that's that's something that's important if your coach recognizes that out of the gate. Another stud, you mentioned him earlier, Patrick Satan. Um, man, the guy's only 22 years old. <laughs> um, George Payton sure hit the nail on the head with him. Uh, yeah, he's other, only going to get better. Ever, other Denver media wanted Justin Fields over this guy. Uh, or even Micah Parsons, which would have been good. But uh, Satan is certainly good. I think the longevity part, it, he, he's going to be just a cornerstone um, and a pillar for the Broncos defense for many years. Um, uh, jury's still out on Judy, which we talked about earlier. Um, he needs to have a bounce back game because he has to take some of this pressure off Cortland Sutton. Every game he steps foot into is he needs to have a bounce back game i'm what i saw in the field i've been hearing that too much yeah we we've been and everybody made the excuses and drew lock second chance this and that and i hate to bring that name up but i'm just telling you it was there but not given this guy has been here three years jerry he's not mentally ready for the nfl and it's apparent when he doesn't play well on the field and then he immediately after the game goes on social media and starts snapping back at people oh snapping back at shannon sharp shannon you sharp. don't snap back at shannon well sharp. shannon sharp did say something pretty but either way but yeah, he you can know. back it up yeah he, he could just literally say hey he you can know flash what? three super bowl rings <laughs> and he can hall of fame baby hall of fame and exactly shannon sharp has enough accolades where he can say what he wants to and jerry judy yeah Thank you, sir. Thank plus, you. Plus, he's a passionate yeah. fan of the Broncos. He wants them to do well. You know, yes. he was excited when, you know, um, we we got uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, take a look at this though, too. Uh, two studs that I'd like to put out there is Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory. Man, if these guys can stay healthy this whole year, because um, I don't want to, you know, rain on anybody's parade, but they certainly look like. You know, they both com- they combined for two sacks in the game. So that's three on the year for Chubb, two for Gregory already. Gregory had six all of last was it last year. Um, and and Chubb was out a little bit due to injuries. But uh, man, if they can stay, I think you asked me the question, would you still would you have Vaughn Vaughn and Chubb or Vaughn and, and Gregory? And the answer to me is still Vaughn because Vaughn is electric when he's on. But right now, uh, the consistency that these guys are showing, they're gonna be they're gonna be solid. Um and then Cam Fleming, right tackle, kind of, kind of a dud. Um, you know, he kind of yeah, that San Francisco D line's tough, um, but I don't know. And uh, we got to give kudos to Ijiro Evero. I mean, the coach is just—he's bringing it. Of all the coaches right now, he he seems to be dialed in. Um, you know, he, he he's had uh, just he different blitz packages, lighten it up. Uh, I, I really, really like the defense is fun to watch right now. So the defense is really fun to watch right now. And, um, I think that, I think if you wanted to give the game ball to anybody, I would, I would give it to, um, we got to have a tandem name for these two, but it's Gregory and Chubb right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I would say the whole defense, uh, defensive line. Or yes. Adrio. Uh, or the coach, yeah, because yeah. I mean, you know, um, he's they, keeping this team they together. Shut, really, <laughs> they shut Sam Fran down. I mean, think about it. Super Bowl, um, not winning quarterback, but he has taken him to Super Bowl. Jimmy G knows this this offense inside and out, and they have Kyle Shanahan on the other side, and Everell kept them in check. Yeah, true. The defense did. I mean, you know, but he is, well, you is a key component. Jimmy G's gone against Everell's defense with the Rams. Yeah, plenty of times. Yeah. So, if anything, they know Jimmy G. 
that was a matchup maybe most of the national media has missed that Evero knows Jimmy G and he yeah. knows what the offense is going to well, do. Well, and, and I think Russ knows. That was a good move by Hackett. Russ knows. Russ, well, I was his college teammate too, but Russ knows the Niners too. Yeah, and and he, he definitely has their number. Um, and, you know, we're, we're kind of the odds um, unfavorite right now headed into the Raiders weekend, which we'll talk more about on the other side. I want to let one other thing go out real quick. <laughs> Uh, we could talk about this on the other side too. Eli Manning. Eleven to ten, Broncos <laughs> win. Are we excited about it? Are we still just kind of on the fence? Stay tuned with us. We got more Broncos talk coming up on the next uh, segment. We might throw in some nuggets before that. Actually, let's talk some nuggets. Stay tuned with us. This is a fan cave. Roman and Ryan with drives at Mile High on ninety-eight point one FM, one hundred seven five HD three, MileHighSports.com. Welcome back to the Fan Cave, presented by Drives at Mile High on Mile High Sports. You could just talk. You have to say all the stuff that we need to say. I mean, I don't mind it. I don't ever say it, but... Were the Broncos looking good? Or are you still kind of worried about them? Or do you think... I, I'm not worried at all. I, I think... Um, the game is sloppy. Everything <laughs> is going to be uh, predicated on health this year and them just playing together as a team. It's it's. I mean, you can't expect them to be Super Bowl bound in the first two, three games. I don't care who the opponent is. You know, there's, there's going to be mishaps, miscues, everything else that we're seeing... Um, but it's just crazy how the how the media just just slams this team no matter what, right? Like, well, because they can't do anything too great, can't do anything, you know, just average or or even if it is, uh, it's just never good enough. Um, I mean, we I saw Russell Wilson take over the game. I think it was his twenty sixth uh, game winning drive, um, and. He looked like the Russell Wilson of old. He, that's when he clicked. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe that's the start of what's what's to come moving forward, right? He like Russell just, Wilson when he needed to be. He, when the game was on the line and we needed to get X amount of points to win, he showed up. Well, and if you're thinking about this, you know the longevity and the the long term contract. You know he's he wants to put in a full seven years. You know, uh, Father Time's catching up with him. All this stuff. You know, he he studies Drew Brees. He wants to be like Drew Brees and pass from the pocket for a shorter quarterback. Um, but you know, doesn't need to rush into any of that too much. Um, he just needs to to kind of let it flow. He can still be Russell Wilson. He, I I understand he doesn't want to put himself at risk so much all the time. Um, but you know, I saw a few times there where he was holding on the ball way too long for anybody's liking. But there also were people, uh, receivers open downfield. I mean, the coverage was awesome. So what does he to do? Excuse me, throw it away? Is he supposed to, uh, you know, um, normally he would run, right? He would get a few yards. He's still got to play it safe. And I do think that he kind of knows how to take a, a sack. Yeah, now. he's been taking him his entire career. Well, what I'm saying is <laughs> the absorption of it, right? Because yeah. – 
he he's got just a like a thicker um, build to him, so he can absorb that a little bit. I mean, I know he's not what is he two twenty maybe I don't know, um, but he's not uh, super lightweight. But he he just he just doesn't have the height. But I think he's he's absorbing these sacks fairly well. It's anticipating them. Your Denver Broncos are absorbing. The early part of the season, the early wins matter when you're making a late push to get into the playoffs. Three out of the four AFC West teams didn't win this weekend. Oh, it, the Chiefs lost. I want to save it for the free for all. All right, Chiefs, all right. but that's okay. Yeah, the Chiefs lost, the Chargers lost, and the Raiders lost. And your Denver Broncos, they squeak by and they beat. <laughs> the and they're one point teams. away from being three and zero. Right. <laughs> we were, we were, we're technically two points away from being three and zero or one and th- one and two. One and two. <laughs> wow, and that's how close the season is. It guys, it's not something to. This is hard football. This is defensive football. This is what we've always been really good at. So, kudos to the Denver's defense to, for stepping it up. And I mean, you just can't say it enough. But you know. With the defense being so good and carrying this team right now, you got to fix the offense issues fast. And it needs to be something where, I don't know if it's health with the receivers. Are we afraid of our receivers? How come we're not using our tight ends? Like, do they have a completely different skill skit? But it, it's trust right now. I think it's trust with Russ. He, he doesn't trust Judy. He trusts Cortland Sutton, but guess what? Everybody's going to clamp down on Sutton. And we have three average tight ends at best. Albert O is not the the mismatch that I, I'm sorry we lost out on that one. We should have kept Fant, and we should have hyped up O and been like, hey, you guys can take him and create a a, a mismatch nightmare. We're keeping Fant. Yeah, but we also have um, Greg Dolchich. Our he's on injured reserve. When yeah. is he? When when can he come back? Who knows? I I don't. I haven't followed up on that. I maybe a week four return. It might be a short term IR. I'm not too sure. You know what's funny is though that the Manning cast uh, Eli let a little slip out. <laughs> it's kind of weird because from quarterback to quarterback, he made that. Um, he said, you know, they should have paid the two hundred fifty million dollars to the punter <laughs> instead of uh, Russell Wilson. And you know, uh, again, people took this to, uh, you know, it's a quarterback fraternity. You know, you shouldn't say that. Why is Eli, you know, doing this? And uh, honestly, I think he's just trying to be funny. You know what I mean? I don't know if he really meant anything by it, but. Uh, there, I think we had ten punts in that game, and I think uh, the San Fran punter had seven. So it was it was punt haven over there, if you will, right? Well, yeah, Eli was trying to be funny. You know what I see Eli doing? He's trying to be his. He's trying to be Peyton because Peyton is just naturally funny. Eli's like, eh, well, let me let me try this out. Let me be well, a he, Chad. He Powers. came on strong with Chad Powers. <laughs> Uh, all right, Eli. You got you got your little. I'll tell you that segment with Tracy Morgan was kind of boring. I do you watch a Manning cast? Yeah, often? I did a little bit, but he he's hard to follow, man. Just I I don't know. I never really been a Tracy Morgan fan, so I kind of tuned it out. Is the Mile High Magic back, or is it still in the bag? <sighs> well, they did struggle to move the ball, but um, you know they. I think they're finding their way. They they in the two previous games they moved the ball fine. They just had red red zone issues or red zone woes. And you know I think the the bigger thing we should be talking about really is Melvin Gordon's fumbles and why they still are going to Melvin Gordon. You know he did score the the, the go ahead touchdown, but uh, my goodness man, they're they're punching that ball. They're coming after him big time. So 
you know, is he going to be more of a liability? And I love Melvin Gordon. I think he's he's a heck of a running back, but um, you can't be a liability when you're carrying the ball. So I thought it was kind of odd, but uh, he has a better percentage in the red zone than does Pookie most, right now. Most so of the uh, running backs in the league right they now. They go to him. Yeah, he's he's a, a little over 50%. Those are your numbers you're going for. I mean, he fumbles. Yeah, it's apparent, but if he makes it in, he's just – validating his stats and he's just validating his efforts there it's it is it is almost a 50 50 shot at that point but him being at a 50 percent or higher um in the red zone is um i can see why they go for him and you can read this all on mile high sports uh article by cody rourke denver broncos found find mile high magic late uh in 11 and 10 win versus the san francisco san francisco 49ers um I don't know, man. I think uh, I think it's coming. I think Broncos country is starting to realize that we need to just relax. We need to be patient. You know, I think we need Hackett to go out there and say, R E L A X, relax. However, uh, we're getting word that uh, Russell Wilson's going. He's calling a state of the team or a team um, meeting today. Have you heard any rumblings about that? I read across it somewhere, but I have not been able to find anything on it. Now, is he going to make that public, or is this just something for him to, to dial in the the team? Hey, here's what we need to do. We need to try harder, rah, rah type of thing, Russell Wilson stuff. Hopefully, the, the corny cornerback everybody's complaining about, quarterback that everybody's complaining about. Hopefully he does it right, unlike Kenny Omega in wrestling. He divided the locker room at that point. I think he'll be okay. The other one is um, Josh McDaniels uh, called a meeting with the owner of the Raiders right after their loss as well. Okay, we have two teams who are calling meetings. One's with the team and one's with the owner. I mean, are these bad signs? I mean, well, the Raiders are 0-3 right now, so... Yeah, but you know, that's it's like a, a game where it's, it's like a... You know, they're, then they're going to have their best performance against us in next week. You know what I mean? And oh, like a trap game? Trap game, thank you. That's not what we want, right? We want them to kind of be down in the dumps and, you know, hey, I'll put... Pat Sertan on, on Devontae Adams right now because I don't know if the Raiders offensive line, if they can, um, you know, hold Bradley Chubb or Randy Gregory or even uh, Draymond Jones. Um, and and uh, DJ Jones is in concussion protocol, so hopefully he's back by that too because uh, Josh Jacobs is needs to be stopped, you know. So it's, it's going to be a good matchup, um, but uh, we cannot let the ball bounce the Raiders' way this game. Cannot do it. And it might be more of a home game for the Broncos anyway, who travel well to Vegas. <laughs> so we travel well. It might be. We, I mean, we even traveled well to Seattle. Yeah, so we did. Stay tuned with that one. Um, we got 152 days since we last saw the Denver Nuggets from Ryan Blackburn, but we have some new faces, and we have a healthy roster going into the 2022 season. That was time. Can you imagine what a healthy roster will do? The Nuggets, dude, the Nuggets were number six in power rankings for the past five years. And they've done it mostly with bench support. They've done it with bench support. Could you imagine the Denver Nuggets with Jamal Murray, MPJ, and Jokic for the well, I like career? I like what Jokic was saying too. His he he wants to and the player that he he wants to represent or emulate his game around the most is Tim Duncan. Right. And he just needs the championships to go with it now, too. But, you know, I'll take a Tim Duncan all day long and a Nikola Jokic because, you know, Tim Duncan made his his teammates better. You know, I mean, think about it. Manu Ginobili, all those guys that they were winning titles left and right. And he was just your your solid uh, 
well, he was the post, but lower post, but uh, center too. And, you know, he was Mr. Reliable all the time. NBA Media Day was uh, last, uh, what, yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, NBA Media Day. So you got to see some players in some uniforms. You got to see some uh, highlights. You got to um, catch up with what's going on before the season starts. So stay tuned with us. We got some more nuggets in the news. We um, are uh, potential championship contenders in the Western Conference. So stay tuned. We talk a lot more about the Denver Nuggets, and you got some avalanche coming up. This is a fan cave on 98.1 FM 107.5 HD3 and MileHighSports.com. This is the Fan Cave on Mile High Sports. See those fire uniforms? The Nuggets? The Nuggets. North Denver. That's how I'm going to reference all our, our teams nowadays, besides the Rockets. Or Coors Fields Rockies. But your Denver Nuggets, your Colorado Avalanche, your Denver Broncos, all brought to you by the Fan Cave. <laughs> Man, Media Day was fun. Um, Jokic, Murray on the podium together, having fun. He was getting grapes for Murray, you know, bringing him, bringing him up to his all star level right over there. Uh, a lot of good things were said from the team. Uh, the photos look great. Uh, the players look great in their uniforms. Aaron Gore. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jordan addressing his recent uh, Twitter debacle with class. Without what was that all about? Oh, uh, he um, he just liked a tweet from another. Uh, I forgot what basketball player, but he said some very something that was like in, like homophobic or anti-homophobic or something along those lines. And Aaron Gordon liked it. However, when he even said in his conference, he goes, "Yeah, I liked it because basically this player was saying he had money taken away for saying something." That what that's why Aaron Gordon liked it. Then when he dug into it more, he goes, "Nope, I read everything in context. That's why I deleted everything. I am in full support of what the NBA did." So he didn't backtrack, 
he clarified why he liked it and didn't like it at the same time. So, see, and that's social media for you. Yeah, social it, media. It just it, it gets if you post something too quick, be prepared for the feedback, man. Be prepared for the feedback. It can bite you in the in the butt. So, um, but we have the Nuggets this uh, upcoming twenty twenty two season. Oh man. Uh, it's just so good to see Jamal Murray back in a uniform. I mean, it's been way too long. It's like we've been waiting for a long time. Just too like long. Two years. Yeah. Is this? I, I guess we're, we're going through kind of what uh, Golden State went through with, uh, you know, um, Clay. You know, Clay Thompson. He was down, comes back and re-injures his leg. I mean, he was out for two years. They they guaranteed his contract. Um, they come back and they win a championship. I mean, uh, th- those are our hopes and aspirations for the Nuggets this year. Is that they get an opportunity. Um. Aaron Gordon did have the team over at his place, um, and you know after they were done playing, they uh, they went out and uh, did some paintball and a lot of stuff that they didn't really do before or anything like that. So, and man, Aaron Gordon has a he has a nice crib for sure. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it, but I, that's why I have his jersey. I think he's my favorite. Nerd. No, he he's yeah. No, the guy is just he's completely in style. But uh, he had uh, everybody playing in his indoor basketball court and everything else so they had um they had a lot of fun together but that's what you want to see you want to see you know i i know when um <laughs> excuse me Jokic was playing overseas gordon was out there supporting him too so that's the support you like to see yeah. he he knows he knows he's going to make him a better player which exactly. you know they're going to keep um you know with the the core four if you will and now with kcp on it's it's going to be um you know a real nice treat to see and then, you know, I think Bones is just that added, added bonus. I mean, it's it's going to be um, fun to watch him because he brings energy, which we don't have that energy today, Fan Cape. I don't know. I feel like it's a Monday or something. You know what I mean? It's most Monday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. Uh, something to come up, uh, you know, uh, Jay Crowder uh, for the Phoenix Suns is you know, kind of been talked about and, you know, some trade acquisitions, who could go after him? Would he be a good player for the Nuggets to trade for? Um, and the reason I bring that up is there's, there's a lot happening with the Phoenix Suns right now. Um, and it's time to pounce, right? Because the, uh, the owner, Robert Sarver, Sarver, you know, big debacle there with, um, you know, um, racism, everything else like that. He announced that he's going to be selling his stake in the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, um, and you know, Crowder has been a major part of the Suns' rotation since joining the team. Um, but they they have some depth, so their current backup and Cam Johnson looks like he's he's ready to take his spot. Here's the thing: uh, he's a dominant role player, and he could be a good addition not only off the bench, but uh, you know, we can uh, give up uh, maybe Jeff Green and Ish Smith for uh, Jay Crowder. Jeff and, Green and and we get a, a second round pick out of that deal. I I would take that because I think um, he would he would bring that presence and that playoff experience. I mean, they, did they go to two finals or, or I know they made it pretty far? Um, uh, Western Conference, I think, semifinal or final, and then the finals the year before that. So you can find this great article with Mile High Sports. Uh, Ryan Blackburn, he's been on our show a couple times before talking Nuggets, but. You know, he has who are true contenders and who are uh, who are the dark horses. And right right in that list with the true contenders, he does have the Phoenix Suns, the Clippers, and the Denver Nuggets on there. But what you're telling me, based off Denver Media, or not Denver Media Day, just NBA Media Day, is the Suns are in trouble. 
and yeah. it's it's from the ownership down. They're making a lot of bad press and a lot of news, starting from the owners all the way down to how the team is. And it seems like this team's not back. The band, the boys aren't back in town with the Phoenix Suns. And I'll, I'll tell you something: the way that they've been playing with their arrogant, uh, it's not confidence; it's arrogant. In their I, last I, couple seasons, I actually think the the head coach is a solid head coach. Monty yeah, Williams but, is. Who's you, um and, Devin Booker is the one that's just. Devin Booker had his little like he's he's gaining his starter you know stardom he's he's one of the better players in the league um you know Chris he, Paul he's a hell of a player Chris Paul is the one I have an issue with yeah see I'm the other way around no Chris Paul is he's never won anything he's always been there but he's he's the biggest flopper crier why well, Steven teaching Devin Booker extremely well um, you know <laughs> let that be their issue because. Um, you know, certainly Monty Williams wasn't happy. He was disgusted by Robert Sarver, the scandal that's going on over there. And it looks like they might be in some turmoil at the start of the season. So, um, I'll take that. We gotta, we gotta jump on that because they, they were a powerhouse over the you know, previous three, four years. But I think we're going to be a powerhouse now with this team healthy and together. And it's going to be exciting to see. It's going to be really fun to see. And, and I think Malone might have it dialed in. I don't know if his message is getting too old or not, but I think, um, being a a more experienced, rounded players coach for this team is going to be uh, good. And then you have your ultimate leader in Jokic. I mean, they're going to feed off of him. So I know it's apples and oranges, but if you look at coaching careers in Denver so far, um, Malone started off pretty rough, man. Yeah, he did. And look who's starting off rough with our Broncos. Uh, it's three games, man. It's just three games. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think he's got like he's he's. We've given Malone the chance, and we've given well, him the plenty. same thing happened with Bednar. True, exactly. Bednar had it rough, man, because they they had a forty-five point season, what six years ago now, and you know they're the favorites to repeat. But you said a key thing right there is their players' coach, and you and I I I'm a firm believer that if you're a coach of a team, you got to be a players' coach because it, look how the Nuggets are. They play for each other. They back each other up. They travel to Serbia. They travel to Europe to support each other. They're there for MVP titles with horse carriages. This Denver Nuggets team is very well put together. The culture is solid. The culture is solid. The avalanche culture is solid. Your Denver Broncos, take note of the Crocky teams. It's happening. It just doesn't change overnight, you know, Um, and with the addition of – you know Russell Wilson and Hackett, who embraces that. I think this the culture over there. It's going to be fun for it. Look at the response in Justin Simmons. Um, look at the response in uh, Bradley Chubb. Look at the response in Josie Jewell. Look at the ro- response on um, um, which even Pastor Tan, Ronald Darby. Like I said, he's having a quiet season of uh, that's pretty stellar right now. Um, and then just more, you're going to see more and more free agents or um, players that want to be here and be part of that because it's something special that's starting. And uh, I, you know, I think the tides are going to turn. I think it's going to change completely. I, 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 um, you know, Melvin Gordon wanted to come back. I know it didn't didn't come without any scrutiny, of course, but uh, that was on you know, the fans. wanting to be here. Yeah, it, a lot of that is is the fans and and what you um, believe moving forward. But those guys. Um, are wanting to come back here and then just think about, you know, potentially, you know, a third Hall of Fame quarterback wanting to finish or end out his career with the Denver Broncos. It's a storied franchise. Third quarterback, third potential Hall of Fame quarterback so far. So far, right. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's something to see. I think Um, Denver's that destination. I think it's just I think it's just starting, though. Like I said, we're three games into it. I think 
Hackett is going to make decisions to – he's not going to be a Fangio and just stand there and be stubborn and be like, no, 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 I'm right. I've been doing this 30 he's years. He's making right. moves. He's making moves to like improve. was an issue? Well, uh, the communication was an issue, and, and he, he addressed and he it. Someone in he to bring it in and take care I of get it. emotional, and I need – they could have gone for it on fourth and inches. Yep. I know you have a five foot nine quarterback, but you know he could dive. He, he, he first of all, he got the first down. They just didn't give it to him because that nose passed the the line there on replay and everything. Anyways, it happens. But you know, as you're ready to go, can you punch that with with uh, Javante Williams? You know, inches. Sure, they didn't do it. They punted the ball. Uh, the defense was playing solid. Um, and then what ended up happening? They stopped uh, San Fran. Uh, and they got a good. You know, they got the ball back with a good return, um, which was um, set up the game-winning drive. I mean, it doesn't get any better to win these tough, ugly games right away. I don't care, again, who the opponent is. San Francisco, everybody's predicting them to, you know, come out of here with a victory. And and a pretty solid one, too. And, you know, hey, if we can play that underdog role and keep showing up and showing out, yeah, this team's going to be tough come playoff time. Which team? All of them? Well, Besides the Rockies, no, the Avalanche are the Avalanche are, are going to be favored in most. I mean, they they retain a ton of firepower, and the Nuggets, we're just hyped to see how they're going to look because, you know, they're usually a 40, 40, 50 win uh, team in every, every year. So, we got more NFL talk. Seems like the Pro Bowl is no more. You can spoil it? Huh? Well, uh, no, it's a teaser. You get it into the next one. So we talk about more what the uh, Pro Bowl is going to look like this upcoming season. And for the future. So stay tuned with us. This is a fan cave on 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3, milehighsports.com. What the color of her eyes were And her scars or how she got them Has the telling signs of age Welcome back to the Fan Cave Presented by Drives at Mile High On Mile High Sports this world has forgotten I like the radio <laughs> It's just, it's like an open breather. It's like, ooh, okay, now we can just jump right into some sports. Reading over there? Which, what are you reading on? Some Avalanche stuff? Yeah, I was reading that article. We were talking um, before the break. Uh, we were talking about, you know, what the Nuggets are doing, how our Avalanche are looking. And then we were, uh, this is our free for all. So we got to talk a little bit more about uh, what the NFL is up to. But before we get into the NFL, we got some takeaways from the Avalanche first preseason game, and a couple things that stood out was a first look at Georgie. Mm-hmm. Georgie. Georgie? I'm gonna, yeah. He's Georgie. Stopped 12, 13 shots. Uh, he was replaced by backup Jonas Johansson. I think that's how you say it. Uh, and the lone tally for the Knights came from Paul Cotter, who fired a wrist shot. You can find all this information from Arif Dean uh, right here on Mile High Sports. Uh, Arif does a phenomenal job covering the Avalanche. I love his insight. I love the articles he puts together. Something else that he put out here was Rodriguez storms out of the gate. We, we I think he has along with, but we've been calling it for the longest time. What a huge pickup for well, the Avalanche. I don't have to say we. You've been calling it well, this entire time. The fan cave. The fan cave effect. <laughs> 
you know, I, I am a pretty humble guy, right? Roman and Arif are uh, on the same page with the avalanche right there. Um, along- it, his, his, it just catches your attention. But I was like, all right, well, this is pretty cool. And then, you know, we put it in our rundown to talk about it. But I was actually reading it during the break. And I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I was looking for. The other thing is the team is building chemistry, which is... That's team, kind of a key. They haven't lost a lot of key players. I mean, they lost uh, Kadri and well, it was forgot, uh, it was Kadri and um, oh geez, it'll come to me in just a minute. But we mostly kept the team together with the new guys. They're building the chemistry with the Stanley Cup winning Colorado Avalanche. So uh, good things from the preseason. Uh, one thing I got from preseason is like half the team plays one other team and then the other half plays another team yeah that's interesting uh maybe it's just a way to mix it up get everybody playing time evaluate all players i'm not sure but it's pretty cool i kind of like that yeah why don't we have like four or five preseason games in the nfl and have the ones and twos and the twos and threes play two different teams yeah i mean (laughs) certainly open for uh some changes in debate much like the nfl pro ball Ha! I'm excited for this news. This is a quarterback competition. Do you remember in the late 90s? When yes, you, I loved watching those. Oh, those were so fun to watch. It was Marino. It was Elway. It was Brett Far- Favre. Uh, we don't speak of it anymore. <laughs> but when he was in his prime. Why I, don't we? What did he messed up something? Uh, he was trying to take uh, charity money. To yeah, I don't know. Some, <laughs> he, he needs to learn to stop texting is what he's learned like take away his phone take away your phone brett you're too old for it put a copper sleeve over your phone but okay so the pro bowl changes are going to be skill events mm-hmm. and then a flag game with peyton manning overseeing what is he overseeing the way it runs down or just as it says he'll have a significant role in a new format coaching the flag football game while providing perspectives on activities his Omaha Productions company will also help shape programming and promote the events. Um, you know what? I think he's used to doing this. What's that? Uh, we have a caller. Oh, oh dang. Let's bring in this caller. What are we going to discuss with this caller, Andrew? Bro. Can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear you loud and clear. Who is this? Bronco 60. How's it going, man? How you doing over there? Good, good. Uh, the reason I called Bronco 60 because I moved, I lived three, two blocks away from the first training camp the Broncos ever had back in the 60s. Are we previewing some Raiders? <laughs> Are you a Raider? Am I a Raider? Yeah. No, 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 not, not at, at all. <laughs> you brought up that ugly word, Raiders. Broncos never bring up the Raiders. The Broncos are, I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit. Say that one more time, friend. That's a dirty word, the Raiders. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I think we okay. can. I, think- I, grew up, I grew up with the Broncos back in the 60s, and uh, I'm a baseball coach, so I've been hanging around with them since the 60s. The ones who are still alive. And uh, I'm excited about this year because of Russell. Yeah, we are too. Uh, we think like we've been discussing on our show. It's it's uh, you know it's going to take a little bit of time for the 
for the turnaround and for everybody to gel, for lack of a better term, but uh, slowly but surely from the penalties going down to, uh, you know, the changes that the coach has made already, uh, what I like is he's open-minded about that. Um, and even if he is getting direction from George Payton, uh, hey, this is something that we suggest. Uh, General George is running running a real tight ship over there. Um, I, I would say he's he, GM of the year uh, candidate for sure this year. And uh, let's not forget ownership. They're, they're giving their full support right away. I mean, if you ever – if you look at those victory speeches that's uh, going on after the games, um, even even Rob Walton's out there. I mean, Mister Mister, you know, seventy Bill himself um, hanging out in the, uh, the locker room. So it was pretty cool to see. Um, those were things we didn't see much of uh, over the past few years, and and it's it's kind of a delight. So uh, well, I've been with, I've been with them since the '60s, so I I'm kind of excited now. It's not the hyped uh, rival rivalry it once was. But uh, let's get there again. You know what I mean? No, no, I tell you what. The Raiders game, anytime that we play the Raiders, is our Super Bowl game. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think. Uh, you well, you're kind of young. You're like in your 20s. I'm talking <laughs> about the 60s and whatever. I'll take that. <laughs> well, whatever you are, 20, 30, whatever. But you, you, you don't. Because it the Raiders is our Super Bowl game. Oh, certainly. And, and, you know, I have some Raiders fans, friends. That uh, are are born Colorado born and uh, yeah I, I could never figure it out but they still are you know true to the the black and silver even oh, we even don't care as long as, they, as long as we beat them the, to the Vegas uh, side of things you know what I mean which should clean up hey, the way I look at everything is to eat your own whatever you want to bet for cheerful that's up to you okay but this is Bronco country. It is indeed uh, Bronco Country. Uh, thank you, Bronco Sixties for call, uh, Broncos Sixty for calling in. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, we got a caller. I know. My first caller was a Raiders guy. Well, <laughs> he he was in full support of the uh, he was in full support of the Broncos and and what's moving forward. And that's what we like to hear. That's what we like to see. Um, you know. We've talked about uh, the, the change happening, and um, you know what's really cool though, and what I loved, I, our the game Sunday night was awesome, <laughs> but it was even better to see the Chiefs lose <laughs> and the way that they lost, um, and then just that little uh, sideline, little heated exchange with Eric Bieniemy and Pat Mahomes. I freaking loved it, man. That's one of the coolest things, just because of the arrogance, Chiefs kingdom has right like everywhere they go i'm just like that's first of all that's so dumb but anyways uh let them have their moments i but it it could be a sign for some struggles moving forward and uh you know if the chiefs become vulnerable there's no tyreek hill and other things what about those mistakes i mean they're two and one right but they lost to the indianapolis colts and matt ryan and that game was awesome the raiders have lost to everybody and um, the Chargers just got beat by the Jaguars. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the battle of the 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 two uh, I call them the Ken Doll quarterbacks of the league. You know. Uh, oh my gosh, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> and uh, Justin Herbert with their long flowing hair, California surfer style dudes. They should do it. <laughs> and he's you know he, he just uh, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, man, they should they should have done like a um, like a. 
competition like the winner has to cut the loser's hair off like, like a do, lock like they, they do just get a lock and put it in the locker room like here get at the end of the game they take their helmets off and just chop off their hair <laughs> instead of exchanging jerseys <laughs> but uh you know chargers are gonna charge her um and you know dude 38 to 10 yeah it wasn't yeah. even like a close game i would take a close win than rather than being blown out but by the jaguars the chargers <laughs> way that's how they play man it's it's you know, such po- – oh, improved defense, everything else, but they just uh, certainly – And you the know. best was Indy won with an interception. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his first one of the year too, Pat Mahomes. And here's the other um, loss that I was pretty excited to see just because it was a good game, but the Bills in, in Miami Dolphins. That was uh, – They lost their cool at the end. Yeah, they did. I yeah. Josh Allen was throwing his helmet and yeah. – and uh, Ken Dorsey just d- destroyed the booth. That went super viral. And you know what was crazy about that is that uh, it went viral. And, you know, he looked like such a – do you remember Ken Dorsey playing for the University of Miami? No. Oh, man. Guy was a, he was a hell of a quarterback. But, uh, you know, seeing him do that and then he addressed it. You know, he's like, well, I guess I better, you know, uh, you know, I'll learn from it and all this stuff. He, he's like, I'm really not that much of a psychopath. <laughs> so, um, but it just was so perfect. The camera moved right to him and he was just like throwing a little tantrum fit. Um, hey, listen, if you don't want to be viral or you don't want that to be done, then don't remember. Yeah. Eyes are on you 100 percent of the time when you're in the coaching field. It does not matter. Somebody's always got an eye. I mean, you, especially the Patriots. Oh, because they're yeah. just cheating. Well. I mean, but, you know, for the Bills uh, mafia um, to experience that loss. Uh, hey, but I'll tell you what, Josh Allen is he threw for more than almost more than double the yards. We're Jeez. almost up on this thing. That was a quick hour. Thank you to our caller, Bronco 60. Yes. And uh, call us more often. We'd love Keep to calling in, guys. And we'll talk some sports with you. Talk some your Denver Broncos, your Denver Nuggets, your Colorado Avalanche and the Coors Field Colorado Rockies. Rockies. Coors Field Rockies. Coors Field Rockies. So, <laughs> uh, this is a fan cave brought to you every single day, 1 to 2 p.m., starting with Bree, ending with Tony. And in the middle, you get some Roman and Ryan uh, from the Lambros, from Drives at Mile High. This is a fan cave, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3, milehighsports.com. That sounded like a sandwich. <laughs> Bronco season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.